Hello, welcome back. This is Dr. Shaw with our 64th podcast on teaching humanity remotely. Today I want to talk about what a parent asked me to talk about. And it's really wonderful because this parent and I have become friends because she has written to me a number of times. And, you know, after reading some of the children's books with her kindergarten child, she then got the book that I wrote for parents on effective communication with children and she asked me questions and I so appreciate that and I want you all to do that because the thing is is that when I'm thinking about themes that I think are necessary and important to families and teachers to help children and students I'm thinking about it from my perspective so it's always nice to have as much as we can to have a kind of dialogue. And I get that by, you know, making sure that you guys are asking questions and then I could really address those concerns you have because what I might be thinking is a concern may not be a concern to the people who are listening. So I so appreciate your questions and concerns. And this woman and I, this mom and I, are communicating via my email. So please feel free to just go to learnwithmeremotely.com and you can find all the books that I've published and the dolls as well as asking me any questions. And I will address them. So she was explaining to me that her child can just get very angry very quickly and just start screaming. And once the child starts screaming, then the mom starts screaming and the dad gets upset and starts screaming, and the little sister starts screaming. So she was saying, you know, I read your book, and I saw your recommendations about strategies to use, but what happens when the child's already in the thick of it? Then how do you implement such strategies? And I so appreciated that question because it's so relevant to so many families when your child's having an upsetting situation and acting out in a public place or, you know, before bed or something like that, where, you know, that's just such an inconvenient time, which makes the stakes so much higher and there's so much more frustration. So the key is in the moment of the upset, in the moment of the inappropriate behavior, that is not the time to make negotiations. You just have to get past that moment. And while you're having that moment, I think a good therapeutic approach for the adult is to realize moments pass. Don't take any one moment too seriously and certainly don't take it personally. So get past that moment and then be mindful. Wow, I don't want that to happen again. I don't want my child always screaming. That's not the behavior that I want to instill in my child. So When your child's not screaming, when you're having a conversation at the dinner time or bath time or story time before bed, when it's when it's sweet and cozy and calm and when there's moments to really have quality relationships and communication and time, that's when you say, listen, it's not okay when you scream like that. I don't like it. Your sister doesn't like it. Daddy doesn't like it. And you know what? Do you like it? And of course, the child's going to be like, no, nobody likes being out of control. It doesn't feel good. So it's that time and many other times that you start and then continue to front load the ultimate goal. Again, that backward design of saying, we all want to stop screaming. 
That's the goal. How are we going to get there? Okay, so you're going to front load by saying, we all want, just what I said, we all want to stop screaming. What are we going to do to get there? And then you're going to remind your child of the commitment that your child's making. And you're going to provide strategies. Listen, you're allowed to be upset. It can be very frustrating. When you're frustrated, what you need to do, let's agree, these are the choices. You can go in your room and you can listen to music. You can go in your room and you can look at a book. You can go in your room and you can color or just think. You can go outside. You can jump on the trampoline. Like you can work together to give your child choices when they're in that calm place. And then later on, when you see that behaviors are escalating, you could just merely say, okay, let's remember our choices. I see that you're going to, you're starting to get upset. You might feel like you want to scream. We made an agreement and we're only as good as our word. We're going to keep our commitments and just say, hey, let's talk about the possible strategies or decisions you can make to ensure that you're not going to be screaming and you're also going to be able to, you know, get your feelings out. Is this a good time to play on the trampoline? Is this a good time just to go outside and run around with the dog? Is this a good time to go into your room and listen to music? So you're really, you're you're scaffolding. And then let's say that your child actually doesn't scream then and actually makes a really good choice. Then afterwards, you reinforce that good choice and say, wow, I saw that you were really upset and you turned that around. I'm so proud of you and be very specific because we don't want to not tell the truth. We want to be very honest so that your child can trust that you're telling the truth. And so specific praise is very important. And so be very clear about what you're praising and then talk about how that felt then the next time your child gets upset, you might not need to give your child strategies. You might just be able to say, okay, what are you going to do? And your child might by then know, oh, these are the things I can possibly do when I get upset before I start screaming. So in other words, you're only providing as much help as is needed. And as your child gets more responsible by responding appropriately, you can relinquish some of your control. So it's like scaffolding. It's like spelling together until your child knows how to spell the word entirely independently. So it's like that. So I'm really so appreciative when you ask questions and I can address them. And just to review, we decide together the goal of the behavior we're trying to achieve. And then we make a design together as to how to get to that behavior, whether you are wanting to increase a behavior or decrease a behavior. If you want to decrease screaming, what are the strategies? Let's talk about it and really make sure that two things are happening. Before you ask your child to try to implement any such strategies, make sure that your child made an agreement and therefore will know that if that agreement is not honored, there will be a consequence. And if the child has to have a timeout, be clear that that's not a punishment. That's just an opportunity to think about how you're behaving and cool off and try to adjust the attitude. So you're really getting commitment on each and every phase of the exchange. And then once you know that your child has a commitment, then it's your opportunity to ensure that that commitment is honored because we're only as good as our word. We need to make sure that we have agreements. And the way you're going to help your child honor the agreement is by providing strategies that you're discussing, front-loading how one could behave, and then ensuring that 
when you see that there is a possibility for reaction that is not positive, you're going to help your child remember first the commitment and agreement that your child made. Then you're going to help the child make decisions as to what strategy or skill to implement to honor the agreement. And then you're going to discuss it afterwards, how the behavior got turned around. And eventually you won't need to talk about what strategies because your child's going to know that. So lots of nice quality conversations in moments of peace. And then in the moment where the chaos is occurring, you're helping to nip it in the bud. And if it isn't nipped in the bud, then don't give that any attention. Just to have them be the natural consequence that was already discussed. So until next week, let me know how that turns out by visiting me at learnwithmeremotely.com. You can always visit my office page at Dr. Mindy Shaw, paperbacks on Amazon, and be well, stay healthy, and enjoy having fun with your children. And that concludes this episode of the podcast series, Teaching Humanity Remotely with Dr. Mindy Shaw. Thank you for listening. You can follow Dr. Shaw on Facebook. Her page is Learn With Me Remotely. That's on Facebook. That's also her website, learnwithmeremotely.com. Her podcasts and all the books that she's been referring to are on that site for purchase and samples are there as well. You can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Mindy Shaw One. Doctor is abbreviated DR and the one is the number one, Dr. Mindy Shaw One. And on Instagram at Dr. Mint with a T Shaw. Thanks again for listening. Watch out for the next podcast in the series. That'll be coming real soon.